Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ready! Buffalo Bills game day on the Buffalo Bills radio network. All right, here we go, here we go. We gotta have a drive. 23 left, 23 left. It's time for the post-game show with Shope and the Bulldog. 23 left is right. Hi, everybody. 37-3. The Bills beat the Washington Commanders, is it? Washington Commanders. Ten different, quarter, right. ten different quarterbacks in their last ten meetings. How many different names? Uh, Bills 2-1, and one, and what is there to complain about? Because we got two hours to fill. <laughs> what have we got here? You know what there is to complain about? Uh, here, I'll, I'll tee everybody up early. Uh, you, you guys started talking about the Miami game too soon. Because <laughs> that, that's it. I mean, this game was a walkover. I, I spent a lot of the week talking up Sam Howell, and man, he was not up to playing this Bills defense. I mean, what a what a day. I almost <laughs> don't want to blame him too much. <laughs> what a day. I mean, nine sacks, how many <laughs> sacks are a quarterback stat? So maybe I'm wrong, but how many were on him? Like, th- this, this line had an amazing day, and that extends to Bernard, of course, like the whole defense, but... Yeah, and they just, yeah. They had... Congratulations on your field goal, Ron Rivera. Oh, let's just talk about that for two hours. <laughs> I mean, really, would you do that? I mean, how can, how can you have any self-respect after that? Do you think it matters to anybody on that team? Are they not embarrassed that they went for that field goal? Like, who is actually uplifted by the fact that they were not shut out? Are, are there are there people on the commanders? I, is it? Are I there people it, on that team that are like, whew, yeah, that's I this is know. this is at least we didn't get shut out. The only the only thing you avoid is having it be like your name on the next time 
they get shut out saying, they haven't been shut out since September 24th of 2023 when the Bills did them in. Because they, they gave you that before Washington scored, whenever it was, 2019, I think, might have been the last time Washington had been shut out. And so that's it. Is there pride in that? Who cares? Like, if in three years you're watching at home, you go like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got shut out. Man, that stunk. I, I don't know, man. But, you know, I, I wanted them to get the shutout. They had such a dominating day. All the sacks, all the pressures, all the hits, the takeaways, I mean. And, yeah, like, I, I, we'll see about Howell. But the, I want to get the Bills defenders, like, the plays they made on the picks – were just tremendous. I mean, Bernard, you know, just drifting deep like that and to go high and where they could, the kids call that high pointing or it's not even the kids, whatever. Tremendous play. Tredavious White in the end zone. Epinesa bats it to himself and rumbles in for a touchdown. Even Hyde's play was was solid that he jumped that route like he did. They just, just absolutely throttled this team. I, I can't believe I didn't think this would be an easy game, having sat and watched it. Um, I don't know if there's anything to complain about is that it took until almost the fourth quarter for them to completely put this team away, right? Third quarter, they get the ball at the one after the white interception, and they're moving, and then it's penalties and a punt. Bulldog, the Dolphins are at 70, eight minutes left. Uh, Let's go to Josh Allen. It's easy to play the game when when your defense comes up for you like that and puts you in really good situations. I thought... We had a couple backed up situations where we, we were able to push the ball down and um, obviously want to end with six points instead of three points. Um, but we had short fields most of the day. I don't know what our average starting position was, but it had to be pretty good. I thought our defense came in, balled out. Um, guys made plays today and uh, we ran the ball well. I mean, it seemed like you were always in control of the game. You weren't until the fourth quarter there. They were still kind of hanging around. Were you getting the sense that we need to put the hammer down here at some point? I mean, we were just trying to stay within our game and um, obviously bonehead pressing a little bit and throwing an interception on third and long. Just can't understanding in those backed up third and long situations what we can and can't do. I know people a punt, but there's momentum and, and stuff added into that. So just got to be smarter with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, didn't blink. Um, our offense came out and, you know, we did what we had to do, but our defense balled out today. Josh, you said you're clean. Their D-line is really talented. No sacks officially today. Talk about the way your O-line played for you. Yeah, they played fantastic. Um, obviously, that's a fantastic front that we faced. All four of those guys can absolutely go, and uh, it was a good test for us. And I'm glad things went, obviously, the way, the way that they went, but um, just utilizing our game plan, getting some move-the-pocket stuff, switching up where we're throwing the football, trying to stay two-dimensional. I thought Coach Dorsey did a good job with that tonight. Josh, you've seen your defense have really dominant days. When was the last time you've seen them have this dominant of a day? <laughs> I mean, it was impressive. Um, that, yeah, I'm, whoever is starting their fantasy team, I'm, I hope they had them on them on their team. So that was, that was fun to watch. You may have alluded to this, Josh, off the top, but like, does it, does it change your mindset when you have the reassurance of a defense that's playing as well and dominating like that in terms of maybe some of the decisions? Uh, I mean, maybe. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, still having that attack mindset. And, and every time we touch the ball, we want to score, right? And um, that's that's the job of offense, to go out there and score as many points as you can. Um, but it makes it that much easier. You're not, you're not trying to force things as much when you know you have a, a defense you can rely on. And it's okay to punt the ball away. And, and you know, they, they put us in some great situations today. And um, that's why I, I don't know the stats, but I don't feel like I didn't throw for that many yards today. But, you know, we were in short short down situations and um yeah 
It was, it was awesome. There's been a lot of talk about you sliding. It seemed like you did a pretty good job today. What, what, how would you assess your ability to slide after a run? There's a few people on this team that owe me some money for sliding, so just a little bit of incentive there. You know? Your defense has made plays. Some of the interceptions have made them look like pass catchers. The one Milano made, Trey's today, even A.J., Bernard's. Yeah, AJ AJ is notorious for doing that in practice. He is well, he's tall and lanky and he just finds a way to make plays like that and you know, he's done that to us in practice so many different times. So it was good to see him go out there and do it in a game and then go finish in the end zone and celebrate with his teammates. But again, like that our guys work so hard. Obviously in T B he's he's so young. Obviously it's his second year here and he's been asked to do a lot, you know, starting middle linebacker, but um, he's been answering the bell and it's been it's been fun to watch and uh, you know, he's only going to continue to get better. Just to follow up on that on Terrell, where have you seen him grow the most from going against him you know, all offseason to the kind of performance he had today? Confidence, you know, and he's been getting it, obviously, with the, the hamstring early on in, in camp and um, didn't get to be out there a whole lot. But again, just the, the vibe and the confidence that he, he gives off, it's infectious to that defense. Um, and he's been flying around making plays. It's been awesome to see. Third down is good today, spreading the ball around. Do you like the way this office has been trending the last two weeks, getting guys here? It's a touch of Yeah, absolutely. And everybody's everybody's ready. Um, you know, we haven't asked a whole lot of, of Trent and Khalil and, and Hardy yet. And, you know, they go in and they, they do their job and they're ready for the ball. And, um, you know, Coach, Coach Hendog's got a, a really good group in there and they're doing things the right way. They're completely focused. Same thing with our running back group. I think Coach Skip does a fantastic job of making sure those guys are ready to go each and every day. If you watch our running backs on any given play, they're finding work. They're following the ball. They're trying to make a block downfield. They're there for a fumble. So um, just guys that work hard and, and play the game the right way. Miami has 70 points today with eight minutes still to go. So you look at next week, it's got to be an almost perfect day on offense to beat a team that's functioning as well as they are. Um, you know, we don't we don't see the other side of the ball, and we don't we don't focus on that. We just we'll watch our film, figure out what we have to fix, and try to develop a game plan to, to go against their defense, and um, you know trust our defense to go out there and play their game. You mentioned getting other guys involved, but just the day you had with Steph, what were you seeing out of him today? Today? Yeah, homecoming homecoming for him. He he's obviously grew up here and lives here, and um, probably had a lot of family and friends here. So you know he was he was hyped up, ready to go. He found some some areas and some scramble drill, and just trusted him early and often. Um, but again, just another guy that just works extremely hard. And I know you guys may see that a little bit, but you don't see it like this team sees it. And, um, you know, he's the one that sets that tone in the receiver room. Obviously, you want to finish in the end zone, but to have a kicker like Tyler Bass, how reassuring is that? It looked like that one from 54 could have been good from, like, 70. Yeah, I mean, he he's doing a good job. Last one for Josh. On the touchdown again, what kind of route was that to sort of get the safety turned around so we could go it was just kind of a, a deep corner route, and we're just trying to high-low that corner. And corner stepped up. He ran a great route and made a heck of a play. Thank you, guys. Josh Allen, I, when he was asked about the Dolphins scoring 70 points, I'm like, he's going to say he didn't know the Bills were playing them next or something like that. <laughs> but, he didn't quite get there. No. Like, you know, he's, oh, we don't care. Real, real, 70 points doesn't move you, really? Okay. <laughs> Not even – would six? Would 80 have no. – well, how many points would have gotten a different answer? Uh, 170? I don't think so. Uh, Josh, the Dolphins are at 204 points, and there are eight minutes left in the game. What do you think? We really don't care, actually. I'm not interested in that. Who? Who would you say? The Commanders, is it?
All right. Uh, Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, 37-3. Congrats on that field goal, Washington. We'll have Sean McDermott coming up. His press conference will be brought to you by Northtown Automotive. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it at NorthtownAuto.com. We'll get you the stats here, too. There are a lot of them. I don't know. Aren't there always? But nine sacks in this game and 37 points. Should be a fun couple of hours and a lot to talk about around the league, including Miami in the 70s, which is like the first time that's happened in 70 years. All right, let's take a break. We've got the coach to come. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Rolling to his left, going to step up in the pocket, and it's picked off by A.J. Epinesa going the other way. Blockers in front to the five. Touchdown, Buffalo! A.J. Epinesa with the fifth takeaway of the day, and this one goes for a pick six. It's our electric play of the game brought to you by Town Mazda and Town Hyundai for electrifying performance. Check out their exciting lineup of EVs at townauto.com. The indignity of it all. Howell tries to get that ball over Epinesa. He bats it to himself, then like stiff arms Howell out of the way, who then gets run over by Ed Oliver, and Epinesa's in the end zone. Uh, that that was the like the the I think the with the cherry on the top of this the, to, to get the defensive touchdown after such a dominating performance. Washington looked like an interesting team. Two wins. Okay, I mean, Arizona and Denver. And forget what Denver is doing today because we didn't know that. And so is Howell good? Is Washington actually good? You know, kind of a, a, a certainly a topic this week here with the Bills not seeing a lot of this opponent and just uh, what are they walking into? Oh, and maybe a tropical storm. What are they walking into? And, I mean, the Bills, we'll, we'll talk a lot and people will say a lot about their performance and we'll reevaluate the AFC. But um, that's a huge letdown for that for that fan base and that team because, you know, you, you were right to wonder, I think. Yeah. Maybe you had a live one in the 23 uh, commanders. And who knows? Every week is different. But Yeah, maybe they still do. And, and maybe Howell will be their long-term answer. But he was not prepared for a step up in class from the Cardinals to the Broncos to the Bills. It just They just overwhelmed him today. Yep. And the Bills played it, you know, pretty safe, kicking their field goals, going along, went for the fourth down and called a pass that was broken up uh, into the fourth quarter, 16 nothing. right? Like, it just... It wasn't the most impressive offensive day, but really they just had Washington, you know, just owned uh, defensively here. 37-3 to is the final. Let's do the stats now. The Skyworks stats of the game. Skyworks Equipment Rental, Building America from the ground up. You got it? Uh, I do, yeah. Hang on, let me close. Watching uh, Taylor Swift in the... At the Chiefs game. I feel like there's an obligation for someone who's a professional broadcaster to mention as soon as possible to our audience that Taylor Swift is indeed watching Travis It's Kelsey the law. The Chiefs play. Yeah, I, I, so I, I, I got it. Okay, stats. Uh, Allen on the day. 20 for 32 for 218. A touchdown and the pick. The long throw attempt at Gabe Davis into double coverage. Uh, Receiving-wise, Diggs, 8 for 111. No touchdowns, but again, he, he got fed, got his yards, got his catches. Davis had the one long one for 35. That's his only catch of the day on four targets. Uh, but it went for a touchdown. Sherfield caught uh, his first two passes as a bill for 18 yards. Uh, rushing-wise, James Cook, just shy of another 100-yard game, 15 for 98 
on the day. How did that happen? <laughs> where late. were those? Where were those yards? It was late. Late. He had a big one. He had a big one late. That uh, like a thirty-four yarder. Yeah, late. That uh, that pushed that. Uh, too bad they they gave him one more handoff there once they got down to that part uh, of the field, but he didn't get any yards, or maybe he got one yard on that last carry. I think they were probably trying to get him the 100 yards, and then Murray ended up getting the touchdown there. Murray on the day, 5 for 15, that score. Allen had a rushing touchdown, uh, only 10 yards, but a, a nice job of reading the field. Really, his running today came on plays where the – the the Washington you know just left the middle of the field wide open him he's just like okay I'll take the easy yards a lot of sliding uh, from Allen today uh, so there's that he, Wash- he, he oh, said sorry. I'm sorry he said that he's owed money right people are paying him to slide it sounds like it's that it's that uh, serious I, I guess yeah who owes Hop- him this money <laughs> teammates do they they care maybe who do you think who do you think he means who it is I I would assume it's teammates it's not like the mascot or something like who who is you know it's supposed to the team the players who have the money so you know i'll give you what a couple hundred bucks what are we talking about here i'd like to spend some time on that how much did he make is it per slide who's paying him back to you with more of the skywork stats of the game Thank you, Mike. Uh, yes. Uh, you don't Howell, know these answers. Howell was sacked nine times. These are the stats I need to get. I, I need to hear Howell's overall performance. Nine times the dude was sacked for a loss of 45 yards. He threw it to the Bills four times. There was also a fumble recovery in this game. Bernard, boy, how worried are we about middle linebacker again? Holy cow, what a game this kid had. A couple of sacks. He recovered a fumble, had that incredible interception early in the game. Um, just a, a tremendous effort by the Bills defense. There's your stats. You're watching Kansas City. You're not watching the end in Baltimore. I, I no, I'm not. I I just flipped over to what whatever. Yeah, sorry. Indianapolis and Baltimore are in overtime. They've traded punts. Baltimore just went on fourth and three at the Colts 47, and Jackson threw incomplete for Flowers. It kind of looked like the Ravens are all incredulous that it wasn't interference, like just over the middle. They dropped a third down pass, and then that happened on fourth. So the Colts take over. Field goal wins it in Baltimore because no flag there. Miami holds on <laughs> 70 to 20 over Denver. 725 yards ish. NFL record. It did not come cheap. It was it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't three block field goals for the Dolphins here. It was 725 yards. That's incredible. That seems like a lot. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. That's that is history. The most ever in a game. Wow. They come here next week. <laughs> they do, unless, you know, they they are exhausted and they just decide not to come, but they probably they're probably here next week. That's huge. Yeah. One o'clock. Patriots beat the Jets. The Jets do almost nothing on offense in this game. So what is it? Miami three and Buffalo two and one. New England 1-2, and two, Jets 1-2. and two. Still waiting on Sean McDermott. Let's get the first response from the fans, brought to you by Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy, first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. Apologies in advance if McDermott starts to do his press conference, because we'll just have to abruptly go to that. Here, uh, here we go. Let's go to Joshua. Hi, Joshua. 
Hey, I just wanted to mention how Washington kind of felt like the drought era Bills, where we had hope, but eventually a good team actually kind of knocked us out of the race, mm-hmm. and where we just kind of kind of feel like where we were. We're a bad team, and that's yeah. Washington at the moment. Yeah, yeah. That that I, I think I mentioned this at, at least at one point during the week here. Um, you know, we had this with maybe 08 with Trent Edwards. Like, oh, I think we found our quarterback. He looks really good. Like, uh, no, they didn't really work. You never, you never know, right? It's it's such a short sample size, uh, three games, one last year, two this year. Um, but, yeah, and all the good vibes, all the alumni there, new ownership. Right. And it just, did, yeah, today really just the air had to come out of it hard for Washington today. I would think. There are a lot of teams like that every year. You just, you know, there are a lot of mediocre teams, so they play each other, and they, they one team will win a few of those games, more than its share, and then you play somebody good, and you're just not even close. Like That happens all the time in the league. Yeah, I like that you brought up, though, like new ownership and the alumni and everything. Um, there probably were good vibes there. Yeah. Um, a sellout crowd, probably, again, as usual, in a place like that, half Bills fans. It looked like a lot of Bills fans there. I can't believe the number of people who I personally know yeah. or am related to that went to this game. I know. Like, I mean, getting, I did, I'm like, getting pictures. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Like, your sister's there. My sister's there. I've got friends, neighbors, friends, just everybody. Everybody went. This, this, this was an easy one to check off. You know, the Bills yeah. are not there very often and an available ticket. Let's go to Billy next. Hello, Billy. Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we got you, Billy. Go ahead. Well, I'm just calling to give my personal letter grade evaluation of the team today. Obviously, like, for the Bills offense, I give, like, a B plus. I mean, they had all these uh, – they were, they were a little slow in the beginning. I thought they kind of could have uh, ran the ball a little better. They still need to. But, you know, they scored when their opportunities can. Defense? A plus plus plus. They absolutely took over this game. They're absolutely the reason why the Bills won. You know, and and they like took advantage of a rookie quarterback who was put into precarious positions. I'm surprised Washington didn't run the ball more than they did because I thought they would have kept them in the game a little more. But the Bills made the most of what was. Bills even made most of what was put in front of them, and they took advantage of it. That's all I had to say. Just uh, 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 some observations uh, uh, in a letter grade fashion to say how well the Bills gotcha. did today. Thank, Thank you. you. I'll hang up and listen to your response. I like that Billy told Zach, our producer, uh, A++, exactly three pluses, and then right. also and with us. Because I think I think there was a specific like reason for three, exactly. The pluses all mean something. They yeah. it was it was exactly what he meant. Three pluses. I yeah, I don't think he's throwing those around willy nilly. No, I could have. I mean, you could just keep going. I'm inclined he, to respect his rating system. You brought up Bernard, and how that was a it's relative, but sort of a concern. And pass rush, kind of a concern. What else? Sean McDermott calling plays, kind of a what? What is that going to mean? What is left? Good question. I, I mean, they, they, Bernard, if he, I mean, it's a long way to go, right? So everything we're saying about Howell, right, we'll see. You can say about Bernard, but it's off to a fantastic start. I, it, it, that, that, that interception, 
I think a part of the reason Tremaine Edmonds was such an infuriating is too strong. And I'm on the radio. Maybe I should go with it. The reason Edmonds was such a divisive player, I think, for fans to argue about pro and con is that you just didn't get those kinds of plays. I think you got subtler, helpful, important plays from him um, in coverage that don't they don't splash. There's there's nothing flashy about him. I mean, Bernard, to like just drop back just far enough to be able to get up and, and high point that ball is at the play the Bills have not been getting out of the middle linebacker position the last five years. And so he is not the physical specimen that Edmonds is, but his instincts seem very good. He's around the ball and is, to me, like, has got to be getting tremendous grades in these games. Um, I just feel like A plus, 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 perhaps. A, well, right. Well, from, yeah, right. From it's been since Brian Urlacher that any linebacker had – an interception, a fumble recovery, and two or more sacks in a game. That should grade well. We'll see what Sam Monson has to say about it, but that right, uh, right. that should grade well. Still waiting for Sean McDermott. Here is Steven next. Hi, Steven. Yeah, hey, good afternoon. I uh, just want to say I've been a Bills fan since I was a kid. I'm now in my 60s, uh, back in the days of Dennis Shaw, if you remember him. That's sure how do. long I've been following Buffalo. So. Just want to say this: the game today, outstanding. Um, after last week, they definitely have the momentum going in the right direction. Uh, kudos, major kudos to the defense who just totally dominated Washington. And I will say this: even though Buffalo's offense looked a little shaky at first, when you look at the conversions of uh, you know third downs. And the way they were able to put the whole game together, the the defense made it very easy for Josh and the offense to do what they do best. And so I want to say this. um, Everybody remember, yeah, Miami had a historic game today, but they're coming into Buffalo. And with Buffalo's momentum, I don't see Miami being able to do that even close in our own house. So I, I'm going to predict that it may be a close game, but Buffalo's going to come out on top next, next week and uh, squish the fish. You might be biased? Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> what, thanks, Stephen. What will right. the line be? Oh, boy. Bills will be favored. Yeah, two and a half, three maybe. That'll be yeah, an interesting uh, thing guess. right there. If, like, you're, if yes. it's one or the other, which is it, you know? Even that uh, slight difference could be interesting to talk about. Are the Bills a three-point favorite against a team that's 3-0 and and just scored 70 points? You know, maybe. What do you feel? How do you feel about it? Like, What, what would you uh, expect to have happen? Miami has been like close to perfect so far. Well, I mean, just hold you. I think two and a half, three would, would, would be my guess at the spread. No, for the game, yeah. Um, for the game, um, I, I mean, I said... <laughs> Buckle up, Buttercup. I think you're, you're going to have your hands full. That offense is humming. I mean, you know, I just said that if they scored half the points they scored today. All right. Um, I, I think they're they're a handful. I think the scheme is tremendous. They find ways. I mean, I know there was a collision on the one-hill touchdown early in the game, but you see Tyreek Hill running with you know, the answers overused wide open. It drives me crazy because there's nowhere to go when someone truly is wide open. If you call someone wide open who gets hit a second after they catch the ball, 
Tyreek Hill was wide open on his touchdown, at least the first one. I don't. Did he end up with six? I have no idea one. what would happen the rest of the game. No, two running backs each had four touchdowns, oh which has God. got. I mean, has that ever happened? Oh Mostert and A Chain <laughs> both had a combination of receiving and rushing, but they each had four. Wow. They scored ten touchdowns. That's Hill had the one early, yeah. and ro- the former Robbie Anderson, Robbie Chosen, who was cut and then brought back, and then Waddle didn't play, so he was up, and he had a touchdown catch from Mike White. Like, at the end, they were still... Yeah. Well, it wasn't I, even I think, that late when that happened. It was like six or seven minutes left, I think, when that yeah. happened. I think it's a very different matchup for a lot of reasons, most notably... The scheme gets the ball. Tua gets the ball out of his hands so quickly. They 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 have the benefit of that. Plus, they push the ball down the field. It's not all just short stuff, which is what happens a lot when you have a quarterback getting the ball out fast. So that negates your pass rush. I mean, it's kind of the opposite. What Howell? I was respecting Howell going into this game, but the the downside would be he's going to force it in there, and maybe you can make some plays on him, and he'll hold it and that's going to give your pass rush time. Tua doesn't hold it. It comes out. And so I I, I think it's a very, very challenging game. I, I would expect someone asked Allen a question. Um, I think beginning with, hey, they've already got 70 points uh, today. You know, what do you think? And I, and I think as, as the question was going on, whoever was asking it got to, does it feel like you'll have to have like a perfect day on offense? And that's kind of where I am. I think you, you're you're probably going to need 35 points, and you're going to need to take care of the ball, i.e., not give it to them at all. Well, such was they the case. Potent. Such was the case last year, right? I mean, in the the two home games, the earlier game in Miami was lower scoring, but the Bills had huge yardage in that game, not 700, but still good. Right. Um, but the two home games were both you needed to score in the 30s to win, right? Yes, that's right. Even the playoff game against Skyler Thompson. The good news is they did it. Yeah. Here is Neil next. Hello, Neil. Hey there. How are you doing today? Great. Thank um, you, Neil. We're just coming back from the game, uh, and the whole experience was awesome. Started with uh, seeing Pinto Ron, Scott Norwood, and Jeff Nixon, um, and hanging out with them. What a trio. And, and, yeah, it was. It was a, it was a good a good good time out there. Um, the Northern Virginia and D.C. Bills backers all were out there supporting uh, Buffalo, as you saw on the TV. Um, at the game, it kind of goes with your point. I am nervous of the 70 points that Miami put up, but uh, we gave up the middle of the field. Our defense was very scary um, getting to the 30-yard line, but then once we got there, our defense tightened up, and that's where we were getting all those turnovers. So, um, it seemed like that was the whole thing up and down the field. Thanks, Neil. Yeah, uh, at one point in this game, before the floodgates really opened, I saw Washington had uh, maybe two or three eight-play drives that they didn't score on, which, you know, isn't impossible to do, but it sort of speaks to the caller's point that they were they moved the ball and then turned it over. I'm being told on Twitter, a place called Bet Three Sixty Five has it Bills minus three. Nobody is better at, at that than Bulldog. Nobody is better at predicting lines. If only I could find a way to turn it into a career. I'd, <laughs> how about Bulldog Three Sixty Five? If you thought Not of that, that I want to leave this. I mean, maybe just something to supplement this income. That, I mean, those people probably make a fortune. The people that set those lines—that's a big job. Yeah, you could do that. 
too much you, pressure. It should be known that you are great at that. <laughs> too much pressure. Who even knows their names? Too, too much pressure. I mean, you don't know the name of anybody who literally no, has that job. But, but I imagine if you miss a few in a row, you probably don't have that job for very long. Well, you shouldn't worry about it. Right, because I'm excellent I think, at it. I think you shouldn't worry about it. Uh, here is David next. Hi, David. Um, unlike most people, Uh-oh. I have one miserable complaint about the Bills. I have no complaints about the Bills. That they just, I can't even figure out anything to complain about. And that's, Are you brokenhearted and about this? <laughs> it's upsetting you. It's, it's you, dis- you, know, you guys, I, I told your screener, my complaint is I have no complaints. You've, you've told us that. Yeah. Now. And yes. I'm being very sarcastic because, sorry, maybe, maybe when my hemorrhoids get worse. Okay, let's just let's, let's leave it here. Thanks so much uh, for sharing. I have one. It's, it's, it's more of a question, I, but I have I have one. Okay. I do also have... Well, go oh, ahead. it's going to have to wait. Here's Sean McDermott. What a tease, though. All right. All right, time's yours. How, how have you seen Terrell Bernard grow into his role and continue to make plays? Yeah, I mean, he, he comes to work every day, and um, he puts in the time. He prepares. Um, he's mature beyond his years. And that's really why he's had some of the success that he's had to this point. Um, he's still a young player, and he's still going to continue to grow. And, and the guy's the older guy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Has really taken him under his, under their wing and, and helped him you know, take one step at a time. Kind of How helpful. This week, you know, they've given up 10 sacks in the first couple of games or whatever. It, it seemed like you have an opportunity to get to the quarterback, but to be able to go out and, and kind of dictated like you did today. What does that say about this defense at this point? Well, I think the defensive line really set the tone for us up front. Um, they did a great job impacting the the inside of the pocket there in particular. Um, 
and we just saw some things that we felt like our, there'd be some opportunities for us, and, and they took advantage of those opportunities. Sean, with your linebacker position, it's something we've talked to you in the past about, about splash plays and the need for splash plays. I mean, can you ask for more? Is it even possible? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm, I'm extremely proud of the guys. They really worked hard um, this week in practice. They do every week, but our scout team, um, you guys do a phenomenal job. I mean, you guys are out there practice. Um, I don't think anybody practices as hard as we do in terms of the competitive nature of our practices on Wednesdays and Thursdays in particular. And, um, and I think that's when you, when you have those habits, uh, you give yourself a chance on Sunday. You said a few days ago that you had seen flashes of the old Tredavious White you mentioned splash plays. Was that one of those instances today, that interception? Yeah, I mean, real proud of Trey. I mean, you think about how, how far he's come and how long. He's just, I mean, he's got incredible just grit, endurance, uh, mental endurance. Um, he works extremely hard as well. And, I mean, he he works when no one else is, is working. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. You know, over the off season, he would send me pictures of, just him having gotten done a workout, you know, just shoes on the grass, you know, just run a hill. I don't know where, where the hill was, um, but it's just a testament to him and how hard he's worked that he, that he gets the uh, the payoff from it. How about on the same note with A.J. Epineza? He's come a long way, and to see the rewards start to yeah. come. Another guy that his mentality this year is different than it's been in years past. I mean, he's, he's really growing and, and maturing and I think enjoying playing football and and, uh, and, and we believe in him and have confidence in him. How, How often do you see him make those kind of plays in practice for AJ? AJ, yeah, he's made a couple of those in practice. He really has. Um, and Brandon mentioned that after after the game in my locker there. Um, so again, you, the way you the way you play in games is how you practice. It's a great lesson for for young kids out there as well. If you want to be good in the game, you got to give yourself a chance by practicing a certain way. How have you seen his mentality be different this year? I just think um, I think he has better, a clearer picture as to what we expect. Number one, and um, you know, having a better feel for the defense and, and the ins and outs of the defense, and then um, just playing fast. He, he's playing fast. He's playing hard. He's trusting himself. Playing confident football. Is Sean not a fifteen on third down for your offense today? What is allowing them to sustain these long drives? Um, you know, again, I think it's. Uh, we were just putting them in some good positions, and then uh, I think we had honestly in that first half in particular. So we'll have to look at that. Um, but you know, we spend time on third down and uh, in practice, and it's for a reason. Those are those are important situations for us, and uh, I think the staff and the players did a nice job, you know, putting a good plan together. Sean, you, you scheme, you prepare, you practice all those things, but at some point, guys got to make a play, yeah. and it seems like. Guys are, especially on the defense, great interceptions, sacks, everything. Does that feed on itself? Does oh, that yeah. become yep. what you are? Yeah, it's contagious. You know, it's contagious. And, and I like how some guys who have made some plays today, I don't like this, but it's good for us that other guys are stepping up as well to make plays. And some of the guys that, um, you know, made some plays in the first two games maybe didn't make those same plays today. And it's getting spread around. And, and again, it's I think just when you go back to, the habits during the week, the preparation, um, that's what you're seeing. They got down in the red zone twice, get a turnover and a turnover on downs both those yeah. times, and the game was still off the air at that point. How big were those two stops? Yeah, they were big. I, you know, I could have put them in better positions. Um, some of the plays that led to that. So, um, you know, that's all me. But 
thought the guys really stood up um, when they got into the red zone. Those were big um, momentum shifts, if you will, and, and uh, keeping them off the scoreboard was, was big for us there. You know, especially with the way the first half was going, it was, it was raining a little bit. We were having trouble, you know, cashing in the red zone offense a little bit. So I think at half it was, I think, 16 nothing maybe at half. So it was, it was still a close game. And, um, they've come back in their first in their first two weeks on, on opponents from after being behind, so we knew that. During the week, a lot of the talk was about this defensive line for Washington. No sacks today, I believe. What did you see from your offensive line and just the plan to try to neutralize those players? Yeah, great plan, great execution of the plan in a mindset. Um, very proud of those guys. I mean, they work hard, and they don't always get mentioned, and that's what they sign up for, right, on both fronts, really. Primarily the, the offensive front, um, but at halftime those guys really took over the game on both the offensive line and defensive line collectively, and that's what we got to do. We got to continue to play good physical uh, football, uh, fundamentally sound football up front on both sides, and uh, that, that'll help us. You mentioned with the defensive line seeing some places to capitalize this week. Um, they had back to back sacks a lot. Was there anything that led to that? Um, no, I don't. I mean, that's probably a better question for them. But just uh, really the Russian coverage working together. I, I sense that uh, it's certain. I mean, there's sometimes we were we were in there rather quick, and there's other times where it was a little bit of a Russian coverage partnering together like they need to in order to get the quarterback to hold the ball and then um, you know create opportunities up front for our defensive line. One bit playing a 37 to nothing game. Doesn't matter much. But just out of curiosity, what explanation did you get on what looked like a fumble? They blew the whistle, I think they called for it. Yeah, forward progress. What did you see there? Did you read the call? Well, no, I, I'm not going to get into that. Um, but forward progress, you're not you're not really going to win those situations. Um, so that's what they told me is forward progress. Sean, through three games at Oliver's, arguably had his best three games today, and he said when he signed his extension that he was going to outplay it right out of the gate. What have you seen from him so far? Three games. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's really putting in the preparation that you need to get the best out of yourself, and I think that's the biggest thing I've seen this season is his preparation um, has led to him getting off to a, a sound, good start here for us. And, um, but it's three games, right? So um, you guys know this league is uh, once you know once you get out over your skis, you, you get. You know, you get humbled very quickly. So really proud of the way he has approached this year. Um, and he's off to a good start with week four coming up next week. You know, Sean, you know, Josh was asked about his slide. His eyes kind of lit up. You know, he smiled. It's kind of a textbook one. He said he referred to maybe some friendly wagers with some teammates about some internal motivation for that sort of thing. Could you just talk about maybe that aspect and, and how he played today? For a second straight game, maybe. Yeah, well, I, my eyes lit up too. Um, <laughs> I was very proud of him for doing that, and he just—I mean—he's he's growing. That's what you got to do. You got to play a certain way without losing your identity. Um, and I was proud of him for doing that. It showed discipline, um, and uh, and so you know, I think there's some plays he wants back today, and then he made some incredible plays as well. So. Um, we just got to keep working, keep going in the right direction, taking it one play and one, one week at a time. Sean, you mentioned earlier the offense maybe not finishing drives in the first half the way you wanted, but when those situations came up, Tyler was solid yeah. for a 54 yeah. yarder. He's been perfect this year. What's it like to have him knowing that you know maybe when you call upon him, he's going he's gonna to be there for yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, he does a great job. It's important to him. 
and really, you know, Tyler, uh, he's just, he's a weapon, right? And then, but it doesn't happen by itself. You got Sam in there and, and Reed and, and then the protection piece. And um, those guys all take a lot of pride in, in that unit right there and executing at a high level because that's what you have to do, especially when it's 54. But even if it's not 54, um, I mean, you got to be able to put it in from, you know, 30, 35 and, and uh, hit those. Those are the ones that you got to make. And for him to get that, you know, in these conditions, especially early, I think it was um, the second quarter when he got that. and. That was a big kick for us. You discussed, you discussed the slide on the other side of the coin, that throw that Josh made to Stefan Diggs, I think it was on the first drive, falling away down the field. Can you speak on the balance of maintaining who Josh is while also reeling it back and, and being a bit conservative and not losing that aspect as you saw from him in that Yeah, point? I mean, it's just, listen, I, Josh understands that I want him to be him. We want him to be him. and. Yet at the same time, we're not at, so we're not asking him to change who he is. It's incorporating the discipline that you need to incorporate into the game and into playing the position um, in order to um, sustain whatever you fill in the blank, sustain your health, sustain success, sustain drives, sustain whatever it is. It's just you know playing the position, and um, I think that's. Him continuing to grow and evolve, and and um, I've been real proud of of what he's some of the things he's done, and the majority of what he's done over the last two games. Yeah, we asked last question, guys. About last question. Game one hundred. Um, any thoughts of it now? Now that it's it's behind you. Nah. On the game one hundred one, really, honestly, week week four. So I think I just saw Miami put up seventy plus points. So. Um, we have a long week out of us. So you celebrate 15. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Sean McDermott and the Bills easily over Washington. Second straight, very comfortable win, 37 <laughs> 3. Probably you don't get anything interesting, but it would have been interesting to hear McDermott asked about the field goal that the Bills I gave thought, up. I thought that question was coming. Rivera is his, his guy, right? Moment, you might, yeah, they're friends. Um, I, I, I I thought it was coming, and it, it turned into something else. That question could have put him in a box because, like, you know, what do you, what would you say to it? You're trying to keep everything sort of safe and easy and pleasant. What would you say to it? I don't know. He's a good coach. Probably just sort of not specifically talk about it. Pro- uh, probably. Maybe the most you'd get is in the same situation. I've done the same thing. Maybe he'd even have an example. I don't know. Hopefully Rivera's asked about it. That's what that's what I would like to hear. Bills go to two and one. Miami next. McDermott wasn't just exaggerating or guessing. They did score seventy, and it's not the most yards ever. Apparently, it's the second most. Seven hundred and twenty-six yards, seventy to twenty. Miami over Denver. I believe they covered uh, with that score. No, so. hold on. Hey, I'm checking. I, the spread was fifty-one. This is not Georgia, right? <laughs> Okay, let's take a break. We'll have more of your calls, hopefully, to get to. 716-803-0550. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog. This is Buffalo Bills football. Sports Radio 550 WGR Buffalo and WKSE HD2 Niagara Falls, Buffalo. 98.5 FM. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Sports Update.
The Buffalo Bills moved to 2-1 on the season following a dominating 37-3 win over the Washington Commanders, and the story of that game was the defense. Nine total sacks, five turnovers, and linebacker Terrell Bernard himself having two sacks, one interception, and a fumble recovery on the day. The Bills next will return home next Sunday for 1 p.m. kickoff to take on the now 3-0 Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, they took down the Denver Broncos by a score of 70-20 to and posted an NFL record 726 yards on offense. Looking at the other 1 o'clock games from today, the Browns took down Tennessee's 27-3. The Lions dominate the Falcons 20-6. The Packers came back to beat the Saints 18-17. The Chargers hold on and get their first win of the season, 28-24 over the Vikings. That puts the Vikings now at 0-3. The Patriots have now beaten the Jets 15 straight times with a 15-10 win. The Texans have a surprise 37-17 win over the Jaguars, and the Colts upset the Ravens in overtime 22-19. Over to the games currently in action, Seattle and Carolina are deadlocked at 3 in the second. Arizona leads the Cowboys 9-0 in the first, and the Chiefs are on the board, and they lead the Bears 7-0. This sports update is brought to you by Independent Health, well beyond insurance. Learn more at redshirttreatment.com. You're listening to the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. to Gibson, spins away from two tacklers, but is finally, Corral balls out, and the Bills say they have it. Let's wait for a signal from the officials. Buffalo football, the fourth takeaway of the game. Look who's on it, Terrell Bernard. There's our difference maker of the game, which is brought to you by Independent Health. At Independent Health, you'll find more than a 1,000 Western New Yorkers who are big fans of this community. And big fans of the Bills, of course. Independent health, well beyond insurance. Learn more at redshirttreatment.com. Have yourself a day, Terrell Bernard. There you heard his fumble recovery. He had an interception earlier in the game and a couple of sacks mixed in as well. The Bills' uh, second year, now starting middle linebacker, uh, showing up big time all over the stat sheet today. We will hear from Bernard and A.J. Epinesa later on in the postgame show. And you will hear my one complaint. Probably. It can can wait. I'm going to drag it out. You don't seem to mind. I'm fine waiting. (laughs) I've I've walked right up. I've I've gotten right up to the edge of making my complaint and both times been interrupted by news conferences beginning. So (laughs) I think we're – well, we'll see. Maybe I can start again in a little while and then hold on. It's time for Terrell Bernard to talk. That's what just happened to me. With McDermott, I was about to say right. it. Yeah. Here's Ke- ah, Kevin is with us on the, on the post game show. Hello. Show bulldogs, what's going on, fellas? Just Hi, this, Kevin. we're just working. You know what's going on? Why do you have to ask that? You know we're at work. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Listen, good game today, uh, but I hope we save some of them sacks uh, that we had today for tour. I mean, tour guys gets the ball. He's one, two, three, and it's out. He's not going to hold it. Do I think they'll put up a 70 break on us? Not a chance. I think a lot of our coverages today, those sacks were covered sacks. Uh, we ran the ball great. Defense, again, lights out. We're going to need it again next week. We consider ourselves one of the elite teams in the AFC. This is a good darn time to show it. You know, everybody's saying Miami this, Miami that. I think who they say they are, and I think we're going to prove it to them. I'll sit back and listen. All right, Kevin. I hope you're right, man. It is, um, I mean, let's have ourselves a Miami week. They're good. The Bills are good. And let's go. 
You know, you know what will be even bigger than this game? The next time they play. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's week 18. That's not necessarily that correct. It might not be. Yeah, it it might be. not be that big. Everything might be decided by then, but we'll see. It's still September. I guess this is October uh, 1st next week, next Sunday. All right. Thanks again, Kevin. Jake is next. Hi, Jake. Hey, I just want to get your feedback in terms of Dalton Kincaid usage, and we spent a first-round pick on him. Uh, he had two catches for three yards today. He doesn't seem to be making an impact. I'll let you uh, answer that. Thank you. Um, I don't know what to say. How many snaps did he play? He had two early catches. Again, everything's lateral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a tripping penalty, and that's the last time I thought about him. So these games are not great for – like the big picture, because you get so far ahead. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Defense is so dominant. You're not going to use. You're not going to call your your real right. passing game. You know your real right. passing yeah, if plays. They're, if they're waiting to bust out a a, a, a route tree, a, a route concept that springs Kincaid one on one on a linebacker running down the seam. When you're you know when you're when you're ahead, even this game this game was not out of hand until the fourth quarter. Really, I mean it was sixteen nothing, and Washington never felt like a threat, but. One big play and a two-point conversion, and it's like, ah, you know. But eventually the Bills, you know, they did get there. It just took a little while. So I don't want to go too far with, like, you're not going to keep doing your stuff. Um, I'm wondering when it's going to happen, too. I've I'm, 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 I'm been really pushing Kincaid uh, as being this team's number two receiver, you know, in the long run, like just reception totals. Um, and, you know, today was not a great day for that. Chiefs over the Bears, end of the first, 7 nothing. three late games. Arizona leading Dallas, 9-3. James Conner touchdown. Seattle on two field goals out of Carolina, 6-3. to More postgame talk coming up after this break. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. This is Buffalo Bills football. Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Sports Update. The Buffalo Bills moved to two and one on the season, following a dominating 37 to three win over the Washington Commanders. And the story of that game was the defense, who totaled nine sacks, 
five total turnovers, and linebacker Terrell Bernard himself having two sacks, one interception, and a fumble recovery. And now next for the Bills, they will return home next Sunday for a 1 p.m. kickoff to take on the now 3-0 Miami Dolphins. They earlier today took down the Denver Broncos by a score of 70-20, to and they post an NFL record on offense with 726 yards. Looking at the other 1 o'clock games from today, the Browns took down Tennessee 27-3. The Lions dominate the Falcons 20-6. The Packers came back to beat the Saints 18-17. The Chargers, they hold on and get their first win of the season 28-24 over the Vikings, and that pushes the Vikings now to 0-3. The Patriots have now beaten the Jets 15 straight times today. With a 15-10 win today, the Texans with a surprise 37-17 win over the Jaguars and the Colts, they upset the Ravens in overtime 22-19. Over to the games currently in action, Seattle leads Carolina 6-3, Arizona on top of the Cowboys 9-3 in the second, and the Chiefs, they are up on the Bears 7-0. Scores around the league, they are delivered by the UPS store, be unstoppable. You're listening to the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Now looking down the left sideline to Davis, caught for a touchdown! Great call, Eric Wood. It's a 35-yard touchdown reception for Gabe Davis. There's a Josh Allen to Gabe Davis touchdown. Our eye on the quarterback is brought to you by Great Lakes Building Systems. We keep an eye on your business so you don't have to. Great Lakes Building Systems, our business is protecting your business on the day again. Allen, 20 of 32 for 218. That touchdown to Gabe Davis, one interception. Uh, Rushing-wise, Allen carried three times for 46 yards, including a 10-yard touchdown. Again, in control, you know, like last week was a big difference from week one, and this is the kind of game when defensively the Bills are having their way that you just don't want to kind of screw it up. I mean, that, that can be the framework for a criticism or it's almost like you're condescending to a quarterback. Just don't lose the game, right? Just game manager mm-hmm. type stuff. We know, and I know, Allen is above that. But really, like that's how you lose a game like this is the bad plays. And you yep. didn't, didn't have that today. No, really. I mean, even the, 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 the lone turnover wasn't a great decision, but on third and 20, I can live with an arm punt, as it was called in the opener when he threw the long interception early in the game intended for Hardy uh, on a play he could have run for a first down. Third and 20, there's not much else there. Okay, take your shot. Like, I don't love it, but it's not – to me, it's not the same as what we saw in the opener. So I wouldn't say a great decision there or even really not even a good one, but it's more understandable why he took that shot there, I think. Let's get some more of your calls. 37-3, Bills over the Commanders. Cliff is next. Hello, Cliff. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, so, I, a little side note, I turned 40 this year, and my family bought me my first ever game going to Buffalo, and it's next week versus Miami. <laughs> so job. I, it's over under 54. What do you think? Would you take that under or over there right now? I don't know. Uh, under maybe uh, hmm. I don't know yet. Uh, so, but you didn't. You don't want to know. You want to know right now. So I owe you an answer. I'll say under. Right now, I would go over. Well, we disagree on it. Uh, yeah, let's fight. So small sample size. After three games, does Buffalo have a running game? And what do you think? Is there any difference between Sean McDermott's defensive play calling versus Leslie Frazier? I know we're a little bit more uh, attacked and not like staying in the 
are you happy with Sean McDermott after three games? Are you happy with what you see so far? Are you happy with James Cook and the uh, Murray and uh, Harrison? And I'll hang up and listen. Go Bills. How could you not be? How many points have they given up? Especially after the last two games uh, on all fronts. I mean, everybody, all the running backs contributed last week. You got close to that again today. Cook almost 100 yards again. Still not in the end zone, but whatever. Um, And, yeah, the defense throttled this team today. Um, so, you know, I, I've not – it's it's three games. I don't know about, like, how often they're blitzing uh, yet at this point. I'm sure we'll we'll hear about it and, and, and find out about it as the, this week goes on. Um, but they're, they're winning up front uh, pretty regularly. Flo- Leonard Floyd has been – I mean, what, what's he got, three and a half sacks now through three games? Um, that's been a really sneaky, nice signing for them to supplement what they have while Von Miller is uh, still out of the line. I think I read that coming into the game, the Bills were not blitzing at all, like relative to the league. That was not okay. – the, the numbers are not there. They've given up, apart from – like to if I can exclude the punt return overtime touchdown in the opener, that's overtime. In 12 quarters, it's, I think, 26 points allowed. So, I mean, how, how, what, what complaint would there be about the defense? I, I said I don't want to make you, you know, miss dinner. I, I, what is there to complain about? Some of the – concerns that you've heard or maybe thought yourself the most often this summer. Well, you had Bernard have a great game, this point about McDermott calling plays, Gabe Davis, if you want. Like, a lot of them don't seem to be concerns at all, as of right now. Um, There's one thing that I I just want to ask this, because I am all for finding, you know, winning on the margins, the edges, the little, the little ways you can give yourself a better chance of winning that are not necessarily obvious um they're not uh x's and o's they're just sort of like little whatever little things about the game the way the clock works or the way the rules are where you can maybe find an edge the bills have fourth and two in this game and you see the camera on mcdermott who just starts to kind of go nuts uh to keep the offense on the field or this is in the first half Mm -hmm. and so He's sort of gesticulating wildly, and the Bills' offense stays on the field, and guys are going in motion, and Allen's pointing, and he's, you know, the hard count and everything else. Dawson and, Knox ends up under center on this play. Okay, and then the play clock runs out. Mm-hmm. And they were never going to do anything. No. But, you know, another time down the road, they will. Maybe it, we'll all just mm-hmm. assume that they're not going to run a play, but is that really going to – the the thing, the thing about criticizing that is there's no downside. There's no unless, downside unless it just annoys you that they're not going to go for it. Well, it well okay. If it annoys you, it annoys me what they what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Whether sure. they're, I don't expect them to go for it, but it just all seems a little much. Yeah. Right. Like just okay. But but go you know, ahead the one, with the your one time it works and somebody jumps and gives you the free five yards. You're like okay, well that's why you bother doing that. My my bottom line is I don't think I'm allowed to be critical of it because I want to win on the edges. That's how bad teams can beat good teams. This is not a bad team. This is a good team. But those little ways of sort of playing the game where there's no downside to all this, the histrionics and the pretending and the acting. But it's, you know, really, it's a little much, isn't it? Like, just really? Can't you just sort of, you know, be a grown-up and just kick your field goal? Come on, really? So that's the best I can do. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's it's hard to be critical of it because, like I said, it does sometimes work. So I also, if I'm not, 
involved in the game, so to speak. In other words, I'm just watching a college game and I'm watching a team do that. I kind of like, eye roll. Like, oh, come on already with this. You know, either go for it or what, like you're saying. But it does sometimes work. I I think what, what, what I've been, like, I was, the only time I was really uneasy in this game was still at 16 nothing, And... You know, you, you take the ball away from them on their first possession, start at your one, you're driving, then there's penalties. Eventually you get the ball back again. And they had third and one. And that they didn't they didn't get it. And they lined up and went for it with an empty third third down was shotgun and a handoff, I think, to Harris. And he got stopped short, like half a yard short. So now it's fourth and less than a yard. And they went empty again. And I'm watching going, why, why, why? You've got Josh Allen. Like, everyone in the league is using this quarterback sneak where, you you know, if you need it, you can push him. And I'm going empty on fourth and half a yard? I thought that was really, really weird. Uh, And the game was not in hand yet. You know, it was still a scenario where if Washington makes a play or gets a drive, it could be a one-score game. And... So I was, I was a little uneasy there, and then, you know, it seems silly now to look back on it because the way the game exploded for the Bills in the fourth quarter, and they just won going away. But, I know, you know, right? Thinking about managing the game, which is presented by the financial guys, mm. West New York's one-stop financial shop, I did not like the – you know, I'm not Mr. Play Call guy usually either, but I think empty on fourth and half a yard with Josh Allen as your quarterback in the shotgun is about as absurd as it gets on offense. Very smooth there with the read. Thank you. With the read. Yeah, this worked it right in there. Jeremy is next. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, you know, I've been trying to find a fault with the game to me. I mean, I'm a <laughs> defense guy. To me, today was our perfect defense. We had the perfect offense against New England last season or a year before, whatever. I'm, I'm dating myself here. Mm-hmm. But to me, today was our perfect defense. And the only fault I can think I could find in the game is they couldn't give Cook three more freaking yards for him to get 100 yards. That, that kid is that kid's been our freaking workhorse so far, and I just think he deserves freaking whatever they give him. And I just wanted him to get free. I was, we kneeled that down. I was just like, just one play, well, give him three yards. Okay. They they they, try, they tried after he had the long run that got them down. After Kyle Allen was already in the game, they gave him another carry down there that um, I, th- I would guess was a shot at trying to get the hundred yards, and he got stopped for a single yard. Ended the game with ninety eight. So, I like this game. Trying to find complaints, like just openly, blatantly admitting what we're doing here. I'm, I'm, if I if I needed to find a complaint, it would be the oh, excuse me, say after goes go for it. You know, acting job, or James Cook not getting a hundred. You know, these things. Or I've got a complaint about the Dallas game. They're not throwing to CD Lamb. That's my complaint about the Dallas Arizona game. I have a complaint about this Bears game, and it is that watching Justin Fields play NFL quarterback is painful. It is kind of, sadly. Yeah, it does not feel good. I don't say that to be funny. It's, my, my complaint, it's tough. My complaint about the Bears game is that the Bears are in it. Yeah, well. Yeah. My complaint about watching football right now is that the Bears are on TV. That's my complaint. Chiefs 14, Bears 0. Mid-second quarter. Seems like the Chiefs are just sort of running it to, to do something else, you know, just to, you know, make it, make, just to be different. But I'm not watching it that closely. Justin is next. Hello, Justin. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Fantastic. 
Good, good. Thanks for taking my call. So I don't want to sound off base here, um, but I just kind of want to call because I thought it was a little strange that Washington went for the field goal at the end. Uh, I know a lot of times fourth down, game's over. You just kind of go for it, let it lie, see what happens. Um, I don't know if you guys kind of thought the same thing. Maybe I'm just off base and on my own. But I thought it was a little interesting that Washington – Kick the field goal there. I don't know if it was just to prevent the shutout, make themselves feel a little better. Of course it was to prevent the shutout. To prevent the shutout. Yeah, yeah. And and I understand that. I'm not naive. I just thought it was a little, you know, I I guess I thought that they would have just taken a shot on fourth and then let the Bills kneel it. It's ridiculous that they went for the field goal. We've been talking about it a lot. It's ridiculous. You're not off base. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the call. I just, you know, kind of saw that and it little irked me a little bit just thinking that, you know, it seemed very unnecessary. So, well, thanks for taking my sure, call, guys. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, it was absolutely I, unnecessary. I don't care about it for the Bills. Like, okay, they didn't get a shutout, but just what – it's just – how embarrassing is that? You know, like, I think I think coaches Ron Rivera is thinking that there's some value in it, and I'm sure he would say that. That's why he did it. But, man, if I'm on the team, really? Like, most people are not going to know. The Rams last week with their field goal to cover the spread. Right. <laughs> it was kind of like that, too. Like the last play of the game, they kicked a field goal to cover the spread. Uh, maybe that's worse. I don't know. But, yeah, it, <laughs> if, it, if, the, if the game went the other way around and the Bills were just like some mediocre team and they did that, oh, my God, I would go off. That would just be, what are we doing here? That's a what are we doing here moment. And it might be for, for him and them because – while they were 2-0 and people were kind of curious about Washington, today they were just, you know, destroyed. And it probably feels there to a lot of people just like it hasn't changed much it hasn't changed much from what the last mm-hmm. 10 or so years have felt like. That could be wrong. But, you know, they took a crack at a top team today and they got killed. And for all the vibes, I mean, the stadium looked... I don't want to go overboard here, but there certainly were plenty of Bills fans there. So, like, you know, all Washington fans are back. Mm. <laughs> I, I know. know. <laughs> you got 30,000 Bills fans in your stadium. I'm having a hard time listening to how back you are. Uh, that is how I feel, too. Let's take a timeout. 37-3. Bills and Dolphins next week. Miami beat Denver 70-20. to Ten touchdowns. All on offense. Four for Raheem Mostert. Four for Devon A-Chain, another running back, a rookie. I think this was his first. Well, no, he was active last week maybe, but he's he's new. Uh, one for Tyreek Hill. And one for Robbie Chosen, formerly known as Robbie Anderson. 70 points against Denver. It says more about Denver, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, sure. Like Miami's great on offense, and that we knew. How do you give up 70 points? Yeah, you could have scored half of that, and we'd be like, my man Miami looks really potent. They scored five touchdowns again today. You you maybe just have to have quit in this game to give up 70 points. I don't know. Yes. I, don't, I did not see any of it, yeah. but it must have been wild. Okay, back. We'll look for more of your calls after this break. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog. Bills 37, Commanders 3. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Sports Update.
The Buffalo Bills have moved to 2-1 on the season following their dominating 37-3 win over the Washington Commanders, and the story of that game was the defense. The Bills' defense totaled nine sacks, five turnovers, and linebacker Terrell Bernard, he had himself two sacks, one interception, and a fumble recovery just from today. And next up for the Bills, they return home for next Sunday. It's a 1 p.m. kickoff to take on the 3-0 Miami Dolphins. And for the Dolphins today, they took down the Denver Broncos by a score of 70-20 to and post an NFL record on offense with 726 yards. Looking at the other 1 o'clock games, the Browns took down Tennessee 27-3. The Lions, they dominate the Falcons 20-6. The Packers came back to beat the Saints 18-17. The Chargers hold on and get their first win of the season 28-24 over the Vikings, and that pushes the Vikings now to 0-3. The Patriots, they have beaten the Jets now 15 straight times. They had a 15-10 win today. The Texans have a surprise 37-17 divisional win over the Jaguars. And the Colts upset the Ravens in overtime 22-19. Going over some of the games currently in action, there are three. The Panthers lead Seattle 10-9. Arizona on top of the Cowboys 15-10. And the Chiefs, they are in the red zone, but they are up on the Bears 14-0. Scores around the league, they're delivered by the UPS store. Be unstoppable. You're listening to the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, the Bills over the Commanders, 37-3, easy game, 2-1 and one, Miami next, you just heard all that. I echo your point about Leonard Floyd, who was among many defensive players that had some big moments in this game. Uh, he has worked out very well. Do you have the Bills, I kept waiting for it on TV and I never saw it, and I've had a tough, I've had a tough time finding it online. Do you have the Bills on third down today? Oh, sure. Yeah, I can get that for you. One second. Where do you go for that? PFF? Uh, no, I have... Is that uh, expected third down at PFF? I don't have anything expected. I, what, I, what I have for you is the stats from the game. Um, third downs today... Let me refresh to make sure I'm to the end of the game here. I've got ESPN.com, and there's a box score, and then there's a team stats page, and then there's a play-by-play, which gives me the drives. So I have all three of those open. For wow. Post-game Look shows. at you. Third downs, the Bills were 9 of 15 on the game. Hmm. Amazing. Washington, Washington, one of nine. Amazing. Washington was one of nine. Yeah. Amazing to be so efficient with the announcer yelling third down every single time, Mm. as loud as he can, to no one's enjoyment. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe take a minute. The road team, when you're just trying to, you know... Yeah. Do a thing there, yeah. by screaming third down, which no one ever wants. I'm hi, thanks. I'm at this game and I'm watching it, and I know. <laughs> uh, take a minute and think about yeah. how that's going when well, the home I, team. You're not saying you know like some sort of animal or something. You're just saying third down because your team has the ball and you wouldn't want to excite everyone. But they went one for nine. Hmm, maybe you ought to flip it. You ever think about that? Ever think about maybe that no one likes that and it doesn't work at all? Hmm. Somebody probably likes it. Oh, I love it when the announcer says, ah, I, I love, that's why I like football. Maybe, maybe, maybe the owner loves it, yeah. I, Who I needs the, it? The, the game stuff, the stuff that is just, you know, that the production teams around these teams put together for the game day experience, 
you you've got this. I noticed that the, the Bills the game was completely out of hand. I don't know if it's thirty to nothing um, at this point, but there was a there was a penalty, and the they they played like a the the sound of a truck backing up, you know, like the beeping. Of Love the, it. Like how creative. Like just really really great. Like, can't you just put that stuff away when you're getting your ass kicked? It's the same if like the the Bills blow the train horn, and and they're they're losing, and it's third down, and I got to get the train like. I just, you know, look, when the game is really all but over and you're getting clobbered, not that this happens regularly to these Bills anymore, but still, the point holds. I just think that stuff is just comically stupid. I do, too. I think it is all, all the time, but I think especially when your team is losing, it's just more more of an embarrassment. Here is Justin next. Hi, Justin. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Great. Thank um, you for calling us. I just want to say, man, the Bills, they played Awesome today, man. I love the offense today. They, they played lights out. Defense played lights out. And basically that's all I wanted to say. And go Bills. Hopefully we'll, we'll win next week against the Dolphins. All right. all right. I'll hang up and listen, guys. Okay. Good deal. Yeah, go Bills. Was it an easy game? Aaron is next. Hi, Aaron. Mm, no. What else did you write down? Anything from this game? Oh, I, I wrote down that the sideline reporter on CBS, whose name I think is A.J. Ross, reported that Ron Rivera said that his team is in the most well is the best shape of its life since oh. he's been the coach of the, well, it's been three different things, uh, the Washington team. Right. I also believe him when he says that to me. <laughs> I also believe him, and then I want to pass that on to you. They're in the best condition that he's ever seen them. What were you doing those other years, Ron, when they weren't right. in the best shape? Of Why open lives? yourself up to that question? Right. Yeah. Why weren't they in better shape last year? <laughs> I mean, how could you even know? So much stuff of what's said on the football games. You just don't even know. You have no idea, but you're still saying it. Just to repeat this, because this is pretty amazing, I think. The Bills had sacks on consecutive plays in this game four times. Yeah. How often would that have ever happened? You know, late in the game, backups are in maybe. One team is just much worse than the other, and you have back-to-back plays. But four times in a game, two two sacks in a row? Probably not as rare as 70 points. No, probably not. But it is, it does speak to, like, they just could not. They just could not handle the Bills up front at all. Ed, Ed Oliver, he came up during postgame. I know McDermott was asked about him. Uh, post game, the post game news conference with McDermott is what I meant to say there. I sorry, there's no reason to rush. We have plenty of time. Uh, Too much. He has been he's he's been a menace through three games. He he really has. So I know that was not like the the greatest idea. It wasn't met with like universal acclaim. Them signing him to a contract extension, but man, he's 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 playing his rear end off so far. A lot of guys are. What a turnaround from two weeks ago, or just a little bit less than that. The oh, Fred, everybody, yep. Fred. What a point! I wonder if there's like when he, whatever he barks on the show, is there's like one word that's said, and that's the word he barks at. <laughs> turnaround. Let me try it. Hey, Fred, turn around. Mm, he can't hear you. No. Um, <laughs> that's right. I, I should have known that. The Jets lose at home today to New England, fifteen to ten. Zach Wilson throws for 157. 
Uh, nothing on the ground either. 15 times in a row now the Patriots have beaten the Jets. And in 14 of those games, the Jets have scored 17 points or fewer, including today. What happens there? They're now 1-2 and two since the, well, including the win over the Bills opening night. Zach Wilson is getting them nowhere. What do they do? They're still talking, you know, not that it has to mean anything, like they're going to do nothing. They believe yeah. in Wilson was another was the chorus again today after the game, but yeah. holy cow. They're going to have to do something. But, I mean, what? Case Keenum. It's my favorite idea. I, I don't. I don't think he's getting a uniform on game days. He's got playoff experience. He's you know he's, he's not very good, but he's got to be better than Zach Wilson. I would think. Uh, I mean, if you didn't think so, then obviously there's a reason to not do it. But uh, God, it's I, very I would, possible that everyone is better than Zach Wilson. I mean, right? He's right. just almost never had a good game, and this is year three. So what are we waiting for? They're trying to save face, right? Like they signed or they traded for Rodgers and they keep Wilson, you know, because he's still young and maybe you can, you feel like you can get somewhere with him. You don't want to do what? Cut the, the second overall pick from two years ago? Like, okay, I, I get it why he was still there, but you're not a serious team this way. Right. And, and, so you, so you, ta- and you talked up a lot how he's, 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 oh, Rodgers has taken him under his wing, is a different maturity. His teammates, uh, see how hard he's working and how he's digging in. And it's going to be different now. And like, no, it's not different. It's not different. No. And it's, you know, some of those things are probably true, but a lot of them are not. You're just saying it. Another one of those. Mm-hmm. And so you're just not a serious team. Like you thought you were. And you have good players. Like, that team was ready to do something this year, and now this is happening. Like, you can't just have Case Keenum. You have to pay for him. Or <laughs> go go get him. Yeah. One idea was Jameis Winston. He went in today for Derek Carr, who got hurt, and Carr might have a serious injury. So you might not just be able to take Jameis Winston. Carson Wentz is a free agent. Like, well, that's somebody. But You're talking right now, to me, like they've already waited too long, and I don't think they have. Like you want, you want to give Zach Wilson a couple of weeks. You did talk him up. You did all this stuff. Rodgers just got hurt on Monday Night Football to open the season. I think now, after two really bad looking performances, if they do don't do something, they should be ashamed of themselves. I think not having done it yet is, it's. I think it's acceptable. Like it, it hasn't gotten completely away from them, but they've got to do something. Kansas City next. Good luck at home, Kansas City. I think that's Sunday night. The start of their schedule was always going to be a beast, even with Rodgers. Yep. <laughs> you know, and now to not have them, I mean, they, yeah, they don't act soon. Like, this is what you're saying here, I think, now. I mean, they, they could end up, ba- they could end up buried. Well, look, how do you, have you heard people talk about Cincinnati this week? What are they, what is everybody saying about Cincinnati, which plays tomorrow night against the Rams? Like, you can't lose this game. You can't go to 0 and 3, not in the AFC or not in the AFC North. Probably Baltimore lost to, to the Colts. So first first place is two and one. You can't you maybe can go to 0-3, but you don't want to. So everybody's saying that about the Bengals. The Jets are one and two. My point is that the Bengals take is is possibly wrong. Like it's it's not a, a season killer necessarily. It's not good, but you know, yeah. things happen in the league and Burrow gets healthy, they get hot like last year, and they get to ten or eleven wins, like Ten or eleven wins is six or seven losses. Yeah, you can you can I, get there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I would just say I I think 
it's it's right to expect the Jets to have to do something. A lot of people, including yourself and me, I think have been talking like that since Rodgers got hurt. I'm defending them, giving him a couple of weeks. Okay. And it's not working, and that's enough. That's your siren, right? People, Sorry, you ever I listen to, to a radio show and like, I, you, there's I, a siren and you look, you immediately look in your mirror. Like that's. I'm really sorry. I tried to. I stopped talking and tried to cover that because I could hear it coming, and I thought like, but it, it, uh, apparently that doesn't work. Everyone it, listening just pulled over. It, it's okay, folks. It was a fire truck in North Buffalo. You're not in trouble. Well, if the Jets, you know, you have the Jets over a barrel. It, you know, if they if they want your backup quarterback, they should have to, you know, give you a. Decent draft pick for him, at least now, right? Maybe maybe that won't come to fruition, but you'd think so. The, mm-hmm. They're desperate. They, they have they have no little to no time to lose. It's going to week four, and whoever they go get has to have some time to get up to speed, right? They don't just walk in and take over. I mean, that's probably a, a process. Do you have by any chance? I'm I'm going to go look right now, see if I can find their. When is their buy? Like do oh, they, they got a, they got time. Um, to I mean, not that they should wait to make a trade until then, but it, it would help them like get a new guy acclimated if their buy is early enough. You're going to go bare knuckle on me here with that question, but it's in the sense. middle. It's week seven. Week seven, I just found it. Yes, yeah, so they got the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Eagles before their buy. So I look, I'd say they they have to do. They're not going to get a guy to play the Chiefs probably, but they should get a guy, get him in you know in, in the building in the system. And then by the time the bye comes, they'll have a whole, you know, all that time to work with him. And then they play the Giants coming out of the bye. Kirk Cousins, Minnesota 0-3. His stats through three games are excellent. Yep. And they lost all three. That's Threw him. a late pick today. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's happened before, right? Yep. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, and get you one of the stars of this game, or two even, Terrell Bernard and A.J. Epinesa. More of the post-game show coming up. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice Sunday. The Bills made it nice. 37-3 over Washington. Mike Shope and the Bulldog back with you. Let's get to the locker room. Hear from one of the stars of this game, to maybe put it a little bit mildly, Terrell Bernard and A.J. Epinesa, who got in the end zone himself and the Comments you're about you're about to hear are brought to you by Rhymer Home Services for your HVAC, plumbing, and electric needs. What I think ten sacks in the first few games or whatever, and, and obviously uh, it was a priority. It's always a priority to get out to the quarterback. You, you had to feel like this was an opportunity, and you guys went out and executed. As a D line and as a, as a defense, as a, as a unit, I mean, even TB went out there and had too. So um, our big thing was just attack, 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 pressure, be physical, um, make them uncomfortable, and just be. That's our comfort, our comfort zone when we're flying around and we're playing aggressive like that. Um, that's just us as an identity, and that's what we're trying to establish and keep that going throughout the entire season. Well, I know you've been working, you know, in, in this position, and so much is on your shoulders to have had the success you've had early on here. What does that mean, and, and maybe how are you building? Yeah, I think you know, just building confidence um, that I can do it. You know, coming in, you don't really, you don't really know, um, to be honest with you. So, uh, you know, going day by day, trying to stack days, uh, get the confidence in my teammates, get the confidence in myself, constant confidence of the coaches. Um, so it's been, it's been fun. Um, but like I said, just got to keep stacking days. You told us last week the interception felt like a movie. 
be? What does today feel like when it was play after play? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was fun. Um, that's the the name of the game, man. Making plays. Um, so going out there and you know doing everything that I could to to help this team win. You know, I had a had a great time. Back to back weeks with interceptions. Is there anything you're really honing on in during like film or anything like that that's making you so effective on those plays? Or I mean, I think. I think, you know, starting off just with the scheme and what we're doing every week with Coach McDermott, um, he's putting us in, you know, great positions to, you know, affect the quarterback with, uh, you know, the D-line up front. And then um, in the back end, you know, putting us in, in spots to make plays. Same thing with Bobby. Um, he's been he's been incredible, you know, going through all types of route combinations, uh, awareness of the sticks, awareness of, you know, who they want the ball to go to. Uh, so I feel like, you know, all those things com- combined uh, has really, really helped. JJ, when you watch film of this team, it's, it's pretty obvious that Howell's the guy who holds the ball. I mean, he's back there and he's tapping it a little bit. Were you kind of like looking at your chops during the week, thinking that there were going to be opportunities to get him? Yeah, especially with the, a young quarterback like himself. You know, he's he's still learning a little bit, trying to whether that's the disguises of the defense or recognizing coverages, um, and his thought process or whatever that is for him to make him have to try and take another second to try and break it down, that's our chance to, to continue working and continue getting after him and make him uncomfortable. It's just the mindset there when it's third and goal at the one, you know it's probably two plays from them. What's the mindset there to try to get those stops? I mean, we've always had that mindset of bend, don't break. Um, red zone is, I mean, obviously where the, the, the most points come from, um, the most threatening area on the field. So um, we try to defend every inch of grass it is, and that's our motto, and that's what we do. And um, I think we've been doing that for a while, and it's something we want to continue to, to just hammer on and try to be great at that. Terrell, when you send them back a yard on third and goal, does that just enhance your belief that yeah, for sure. You know, I think it was it was third and one, um, and you know, ended up ended up making the stop for tackle for loss. Uh, got him into I think it was fourth and three maybe. Um, and you know, we know they're probably not going to run the ball right there in that situation. So you know, gave us a leg up, and we were able to you know play good coverage, good tight coverage. Uh, got some pressure on the quarterback, and you know, ended up ended up winning that play. Yeah, I think the the energy, um, you know, I feel like it was contagious out there. And, you know, when you see somebody else make a play that makes you, you know, kind of get that feeling inside and know that, that, you know, somebody else is about to be next. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, what we preach all week is, you know, he makes a play, I'm going to make a play. And then, you know, kind of going back and forth and having a good time out there. I think it was Jordan Poyer said he was feeding off your energy. Just, you know, having a game like this, what does it mean to know that, like, veteran guys on this team are looking to you for that? Yeah, you know, it, it builds confidence for sure. Um, that's the, the position I'm in and, you know, what I have to do and who I have to be every week. Um, so, you know, trying to just build on that and stack days. Jerome, the other red zone trip through Davies could see interception there from the one-yard line, kind of the end zone or whatever. What did you see on that play, and how good does it see Drew Davis continue to build on it? Yeah, it was a huge play, um, huge play in the game. You know, Trey's been balling all all camp, all OTAs, um, even, you know, the last couple of weeks. Uh, so to see him make that play, you know, everybody's excited for him and, you know, kind of get everybody's confidence, keep going. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I mean, it was a, a huge game-changing play right there for sure. Talk about your teammate there and the start that he got you got or helped you guys get off on. Because a lot of it, the feeding comes off of mm-hmm. oh, from I mean, others. The first quarter that he had, yeah. can you put that into perspective? I mean, you should see how this man started. Before he takes the field, you see him and Jordan Poyer? <laughs> I get juiced up when I watch them because they'll stand about five, six yards apart from each other and just take turns just hitting each other. <laughs> him and, him and Paul. 
And then it's not like a warm-up tackle either. Like they hit, they hit each other hard, and that gets me juiced up just watching them do it. And that's that's a pre-snap example compared to Terrell getting a sack or Terrell getting a a, a, a pick. You know, and whenever things like that start to accumulate, whether it's a sack from the D lineman, a, a big play from a, a linebacker, or, or T White out on the edges, I mean. That's what we do. We just everybody rises up. We're all celebrating, and I mean, it's a party. That's what we want to. We want to make it a party in every play. It could because be like that. Those plays, they you could have two sacks and an interception at some other point in the game. They're still worth the same on the stat line, mm-hmm. but they, if they come later in the game as opposed to earlier, how does that? How did that vault you guys, or how did you? Is there, I don't even know if there's a question in there. I'm just, I'm sad. Our philosophy, you know, is start fast. Um, but whenever big plays come, they come and they hit. And, I mean, timing is everything. And so it's always about being on your job to prevent big plays and on your job to create big plays at the same time. Troy, I know you're working hard to be in the right position, but does it just feel like right now the ball is seemingly finding you, whether it's the fumble recovery or one thing or another? Are you just like, here's the ball again? Uh, I think so. I mean, obviously, you know, working to put yourself in the right position and be around the ball as much as possible, um, you know, energy and effort. One of the things we talked about this week, especially with Coach uh, Coach McDermott and then with Bobby. Uh, and, you know, like I said, if you're flying around, um, you know, eventually, eventually the ball finds you. Was there anything that Sam was doing with his eyes that kind of allowed you guys to defend so many passes and kind of jump passing and stuff like that? Yeah, it was something that we had worked on throughout the week. Um, you know, we knew he went, he's going to his target right now. Um, so in some of our zone coverages, you know, guys were getting good breaks and uh, taking their shot and, you know, trying to trying to create turnovers. Um, so I think, you know, throughout the week, coaches pointing that out to us, us watching tape by ourselves. Um, it's something that we saw that, you know, we could we could try to take advantage of. Terrell, do you think the disguising the coverage was key uh, against uh, how today? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, really, it starts with the guys in the back with, you know, Poe and Micah. Um, those two guys, obviously, you know, really good veteran players. Um, they know what they're doing. They know the defense really well. And they know, you know, what the quarterback is seeing. Um, so having those those guys back there to, you know, create false looks and give, you know, opposite coverages when we're playing something else, um, it made a, a, a huge impact in what we were trying to get done today. Terrell, I saw you celebrating with Josh on the sideline a couple times today. So often you're celebrating with your defensive teammates, but to get to the sideline and the quarterback's the first one waiting for you, what's that like? Yeah, it's awesome, man. Um, you know, the, our whole goal is give give Josh the ball back. Um, and when we could do that, you know, we feel like we got a good chance to win. So coming off and doing that and, you know, seeing his energy feed into us and our energy feed into them, um, you know, that's, that's what football is about, man. Terrell Bernard, A.J. Epinesa, two stars in the Bills. Tremendous defensive performance and just performance overall. 37 to 3 winners in Washington. Next Sunday, 1 Eastern, don't miss it. Miami at 3 and 0 at Buffalo, one of the early games of the year in the NFL. What a day for the Dolphins and the Bills. 70 points to set an NFL, not quite set an NFL record, but first time in decades should be uh, quite a week. And so it's been our pleasure to talk about today's game with you. Join us, if you would, during the week here at WGR in Buffalo, the network's flagship station from 3 to 7 Eastern. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, enjoy your night. This is Buffalo Bills football. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.